0: Well, good morning. Welcome to Faith Community United Methodist Church on this, uh, I think it's the first Sunday after Epiphany is what we would call it. And it is that time in this season after Epiphany is where we recognize and acknowledge that God has been revealed to us in the person of Jesus Christ. It is in that revelation that we ourselves come into an understanding that we can have a relationship with God in a special way. Today we're going to be looking at more and more what we can know of God. So be having that in your minds and hearts. And welcome the Spirit to work in you and in the midst of our worship today to draw you closer and closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Turn to your announcements today. It is Coin Sunday, so if you have some coins laying around, make sure you have them ready to go when we take our offering. These are always missions that we... Uh, support around uh, the community here. Also, there is a special offering today. it uh, been passed out as an envelope. And on this envelope, it has an explanation of uh, special Sundays. These are six special Sundays that the uh, overall United Methodist Church has uh, put out there to support different ministries that are throughout the church. Uh, and they have grants that are available for different ministries that are in these different areas uh, that work globally and in and the United States uh, and, and it's available to folks to use those funds uh, in order for their ministries to happen in their cities. Uh, so we're supporting those uh, overall church events. Again, this is Second Mile Giving. We give to the church for the church to be the church and we all our local areas, so there's no pressure on any means of of giving to anything. It's if you feel uh, in your heart that you want to give to these things, then you can give to these things, Uh, but it is something that the overall church is working towards, supporting uh, different ministries throughout the world. There is an ad board meeting today right after church, Uh, so uh, if you are a part of the board, make sure that you uh, make yourself your way down to the fellowship hall where we normally meet. Uh, the men of faith meeting tomorrow, there is a correction in, in here. The, the Martin Luther King Community Service uh, used to be or has been in the past in the evening. Well, it's at 2 p.m. tomorrow. So uh, some of the men of faith and anybody in the community can go uh, to the 2 p.m. service, but the men of faith will still be meeting in the evening at their usual time tomorrow. Uh, so if you are part of that and want to be a part of that, then please come on out. The WIMS groups are are not meeting for the next couple months um, at this time. So uh, you'll catch up with uh, those groups when they return. With that, let us prepare ourselves for worship as we take in the prelude.
1: Thank you, Carol. Please stand for our call to worship. The voice of God calls to us. Are you listening? Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. The hands of God beckon us. Are you paying attention? Show us, Lord. Your servants are paying attention. The love of God asks us Are you ready to follow? Come, let us worship the God whose love never stops calling us to follow. Now please stay, remain standing and join with me on hymn 454, Open my eyes that I might see. Please be seated and join with me in the opening prayer found in your bulletin. Loving God, your steadfast love surrounds us, calling us into right relationship with you, with self, with one another, and with creation. As your reconciled and forgiven people, open our hearts to receive all that you have to say to us today. Amen. All right, the children, please come forward for our children's moment. Okay. We have some.
0: are coming. Come on up.
1: I do have snacks, if that helps.
0: <laughs> if anybody else wants
1: to? Know. I have extra snacks. Any. Any ch- children of, a, of an older age you can come up to if you want? Catherine, you want to see if you can bring it down.
0: Okay. Come down? Come on
1: down. Okay, so I have, I asked Mr. Smith, and he did a great job for me to put a picture up on the board um, of a picture of a person. Does anybody know who this picture is? Of this person is. Who is this person, actually, is my question?
2: Martin Luther King, Jr.
1: This is a picture of Martin Luther King, Jr. And those of you who are in school or, or teach school, this is why you don't have school tomorrow, because we are recognizing um, some of the great things that Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. did for our community and, and also some things he was part of and recognizing to try to keep what he believed and his dream, try to keep his dream alive. Um, So I have a couple things I wanted to talk to you about, about Dr. King. Um, Dr. King was a wonderful speaker, and many of us know his speeches. And if you haven't talked about it in school, you'll talk about it someday. One of Dr. King's most famous speeches was called the I Have a Dream speech. Has anybody ever heard of that speech, I Have a Dream? speech yes um in this speech he said he had a dream that all people regardless of what they look like or think like could would have a peaceful would be peaceful together and kind to each other and be free of hatred in the world all right that don't we agree we don't want people to hate each other it's good to love each other um so Dr. King had a dream that all people would have, would live among one another with kindness and and be free like we're in a big family. What I wanted to talk about today is that Jesus came so we can we can act like a big family as a church and as believers. But also as believers, we can show our world and our community that we we want them all in our family and we can include all no matter what they think like look like or what some of the maybe their ideas are different than us we can still show them kindness um so dr dr king called this the beloved community a community of love um, so there's a couple things that we can do today um to give back and show our kindness um, and and give to give to organizations that give to others and show our kindness so we are going to collect coins for our missions, um, and we're going to all take a bucket, around and the and then we are going to see if anybody has some coins to give us for our missions, so we can give back to others and show that they're all loved in our community. Okay, let's, let's go and let's find some, see if anybody has any coins to give us. Would you like to take, you want to go with me? You want to come with me? Okay, you can stay. You can stay there and we'll hang out here. Okay, you guys can put those up on that altar, on that green altar. Can you reach up that high? You need
0: any help?
1: And then we can come back and get a snack and pray. You got it. Okay, let's come back. Thank you so much. And we'll get a snack. Okay, so we want to show the world that we could be part of a beloved community, and that is that is a place where there's there's no hatred in the world, and everybody's accepted for how they are. What is, what is maybe one or two examples where we could this week show that everybody's loved and part of a loved community? Maybe even some people that we haven't talked to in a while. What could we do?
2: You can say hi and talk to them.
1: Say hi and go out our way to talk to some people that maybe we haven't talked to before we wouldn't commonly talk to. Good example. Good example. So let's, let's pray. I have a prayer written down god we thank you for men like dr martin luther king jr who believe in freedom for every person most of all we thank you for jesus who came to set us free from our sin and welcome us into his family into this beloved community in Jesus' name we pray amen
0: Are coming down.
1: Okay, please join with me in our prayer hymn, Take My Life and Let It Be, hymn number 399.
0: Let us go into a time of prayer and keep our mind focused on the love that is poured out upon us from our God. Let us go before a little prayer. Loving and merciful God, we come to you on this frigid day. We come in to be in the warmth of your company. Lord, you are the one who gives us comfort in so many different ways. But it's a matter of us understanding and opening ourselves to you in order to receive and know that we are being comforted. Lord, this song we just sang, it talked about being consecrated to thee, of being completely within you, of trusting our lives to you. Because of your love. So Lord, we open ourselves to you on this day and every day. Asking for you to be in our midst to help us to sense your presence. To know that your spirit is motivating us. motivating us to move in the kindness that we talked about. In our children's message. Moving in ways that we are in mission as we collected for. Lord, you are the one who puts these things into our hearts and our minds because they reflect you. The more and more we put ourselves into you, into your hands, into your spirit, King, in us, the more and more we will look like your son, Jesus. So, God, we give ourselves to you on this day, trusting that you are working and good work in us. May we see the things around us that don't quite seem right. When we see those that are close to us and those who are not, who are struggling, encourage us to find out if there is anything we can do. Lord, the news gives us all kinds of things to see and to hear that are not right. Help us to be an impact on the world as those that believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. That there is so much more to life than what we see and hear that is not good or right. But through your love, we can bring the light and love to the world. We consecrate ourselves in thee. Let us now pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray, sharing with one voice with confidence. ...and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, I had mentioned earlier about the special offering... ...and in the smaller item there, it tells you what today's special offering is for... ...the Human Relations Day that is in line with Martin Luther King Jr. That's why it's held this day... uh, ...in order for us to know that there are ministries that are happening throughout the globe that are connected with helping us to be more connected with one another in all our ways. Uh, So that is the offering that is special. The regular offering will be taken because we know that we have been changed by the love of God in order to be the church in the midst of our community. Usher, would you please wait upon us? join together in the prayer of dedication. God of vision and courage, you call us to be your hands and feet in the world. In a world full of need, use our gifts and our offerings, our time and our talents to bless those in need of your blessings. Through these gifts, may others come to see your grace and hear your call in their lives. Amen. You may be seated.
1: Choir. our scripture reading today is from psalm 139 1 through 6 and 13 through 18 you have searched me lord and you know me you know when i sit and when i rise you perceive my thoughts from afar you discern my going out and my lying down you are familiar with all my ways before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that I full, I know that full well. Amen.
0: Have you been to a wedding reception or possibly a bridal shower where they had the couple play the newlywed game? Have you been to that? Yeah, It's the same premise as the old game show, if you're familiar with that. So in this game, you ask a couple questions to see how well they know each other. And depending on what questions are asked, things can get pretty interesting. Some of the questions are fairly harmless, like, you know, what is the color of your partner's eyes? Or is your partner a morning person or a night owl? Fairly harmless. However, some questions are more subjective and could cause some uneasiness for even those who have been married for a long time to want to give an answer. The couple may be asked something like this. If your spouse were an animal, which would it be? Or, who is more honest? Or, maybe, what's your spouse's worst habit? How would you like to answer some of those questions? It would be entertaining to hear... Uh, The answers, if you weren't the one answering them, but it also could create some tension in the room. Let's face it, it is hard to get to know each other. It is hard in many ways for us to even know ourselves. We are complex beings who have all different kinds of things. We have varying motivations. We have varying emotions, traumas, experiences in our life desires, dreams, goals, needs, and perspectives, and all the time we are changing. Knowing people has its challenges. To truly know someone, we have to be vulnerable. We have to show compassion, express empathy, offer forgiveness, accept that we all are imperfect and realize that we need relationships where we are truly known and we know. Now with that said, knowing God can be even more challenging when we are unable to see, touch, and experience God in the same way that we do each other. And because of this, we often feel like, well, we just can't know God or think it might be too hard to try. But keep in mind, However, we are created in the image of God to have a relationship with our Creator. Just as we are created to be in relationship with each other, knowing God is not only possible, it is God's desire for us. Do we believe this? Do we believe this? What we believe about God is directly related to how well we know God. Now this Psalm 139, it is attributed to King David. And in this Psalm, which is considered for the most part a hymn of thanksgiving and praise. David praised the God he knew by expressing what he believed to be true of God. Now I want us to keep in mind the context of David's life experience in which this song was written, recognizing that his life, well, it wasn't always smooth sailing, wasn't it? He was on the run for several years to avoid King Saul's jealous rage. He led soldiers in countless battles. He committed adultery, had his mistress's husband killed and lost a child, Through it all, he maintained a relationship with his God, the God he knew. What does David, the psalmist, believe that can help us know God? Now, I have always been intrigued by David being a a shepherd and a celebrated warrior, as well as a psalm, hymn writer, and a musician, as a result, he was able to share from his heart, through poetic language and imagery, his life and his perspective. Now, in this psalm, he used a literary device called an inclusio, which is a way of drawing the reader's attention to a central message by bracketing, bracketing verses with a specific word or thought. In this case verses 1 and 6, highlight God's knowledge of David. He wrote, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Now, David had numerous relationships with family and friends, servants, soldiers, adversaries, and allies. And throughout the Scriptures, we have all these Scriptures that we can witness David's various levels of intimacy that he had with different people in his life. But here, he speaks of the closeness that he senses with the Lord. He calls God by name here. Yahweh, the name God shared with Moses at the burning bush. The root meaning of this Hebrew word is to be. God's name is something on the order of I am. In most English translations, when the word Lord is in all capital letters, then we know the personal name of Yahweh is referenced. God wants to be known personally, just as God already knows us personally. David claimed the depth of God's knowledge of him was beyond human understanding. What David was really saying is God knows us intimately. So intimately that David wrote this psalm trying to explain all the ways we are known and the extent that God will go. So we can know the God who knows us. I can imagine... David uh, escaping the craziness of his life, retreating into a sacred space for him. I I see it as an open pasture somewhere, pondering the depth, the width and the height of God's love for him when he was inspired to write this hymn, this psalm. And as he was thinking, he wrote, you know, Yahweh, you know when I sit. And when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, you, Yahweh, know it completely. Now for us, we are living in a time now where it is hard for us to escape from being on camera, isn't it? There are cameras in just about everyone's hand who can capture video of anything that is going on around them. There are cameras placed on and in city buildings, businesses, traffic lights, and homes. Also, internet providers and social media and other app companies are gathering our every digital move. We have to assume we are always on camera or being tracked in some way. I don't know about you, but when I really think about that, it makes me uncomfortable. The feeling like my privacy is being violated. The fear comes from not knowing who's watching and not trusting what someone might do with the information that is revealed. But David, in his writing before cameras or social media, expressed a sense of, of comfort, knowing God was aware of his mind, his whereabouts, and his ways. David wants us to know and to be comforted knowing God witnesses all our thoughts, words, and actions. There there is no surprising God. God knows us better than we know ourselves. David knew who was watching And trusted the Lord who is merciful, compassionate, and forgiving. We can know God this way too. Unlike the the bad actors in the world who we fear, God only uses His intimate knowledge for our good, not our detriment. Now perhaps as David was lying down in that pasture, remembering his time as a shepherd and his caring for the flock David wrote this about the God he knew he said Yahweh you hem me in behind and before and you lay your hand upon me you see a shepherd in the open pasture is there to go before the flock to lead them to protect the flock from what they cannot see behind them and to stand with them with a steady and comforting hand upon them. David had no doubt that God was his shepherd. You can see this in Psalm 23, can't you? David knew God is our constant guiding, protecting, and assuring presence. God's presence is always with us believing this with our whole being opens us to experience what our loving and caring God has to offer now that the enemy wants us to br- to bring doubt into our minds about what we know of God so we need to be careful careful of any message that we hear in our own heads or externally that tells us God has abandoned us Or is a distant God? See, Jesus is our evidence that God is with us. His Spirit has been given to us to be within us. See, God's presence is inescapable. Now, being present in our lives is God's intention and always has been. And David recognized this and praised God, writing For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. See, David with great confidence declared that he knows he was created with intentionality, precision, and wonder-filled creativity. David knew he didn't just appear On this earth, by some unforeseen cosmic event. He was created by a creator whom he knew. And he wanted others to know this too. So he sang his praises, sharing something along the lines of God created us all with reverence to be unique creations. We all. Are wonder-filled creations of the Lord our God, created out of love and purpose to be in relationship with our Creator. Now, now each of our relationships with God are as unique a- as we are. How we express ourselves to God will differ because of who we are. Now, David wrote Psalms, played his harp, and danced in the streets. I'm a little more reserved than that. I don't know about you. We should be who we are. But all of us should know we are fearfully and wonderfully made by God, our creator. Now, when David thought about God's intention and purposes for creating us, he he wondered about the extent of God's knowledge and the plans for his wonderful works then he confessed what he believed about the God he knew when he wrote, My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. David is connecting his life To the creation story, where God formed all of creation out of the formlessness that pre-existed us and all that is. In addition, David suggested that his creator knew everything that would be in his life. And if his life, then Adam's life. And fast forward to today, if their life, then our life. And thus, all who come after us. Consider what David was saying. God knew every person before there was one. God isn't bound by time. God is eternal and we are created to live eternally with God who has come in the life of Jesus Christ to give us life that was intended from the beginning. God knows us because God created us. God knows us still because God loves us. This is the God David knew and described in his psalm. And then David concluded his hymn of thanksgiving and praise writing, How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Now, as you've thought about God and who God is, have you considered that God is thinking of you? What does that say about God? Let me ask you this. Why do you think about those who you know intimately? There could be any number of reasons, but we think about them because we love them. Because of our brokenness, our love is limited. What David shared in this hymn is this. God's concern for us is immeasurable. Wrap your minds around this. Our lives never fall outside of the bounds of God's love. We can know God. Believing God knows us more so than we know ourselves removes this veil that may be keeping us from knowing God. So be comforted knowing God knows us intimately. God witnesses our every thought, word, and deed. It is God's presence that is our guide, our protection, and our assurance. And God is our careful and careful. And wonderful creator who knows all throughout all time, holding us all together with immeasurable concern and love in his care. So let's be vulnerable and intentional uh, about knowing God just as we are and knowing those that we trust the most. And then even more so, let's know God, because God wants to be known. Amen. Please rise as we sing together. I am Thine, O Lord. Verses 1, 2, and 4, number 419. ourselves nearer to God. God is as near as God can be. We just need to open ourselves to that and receive it each and every moment of our days. So go in peace knowing God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.